What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. It's your girl, Constance Annan, and you are now listening to the number one daily show in the world. That's right, bitch. New episodes drop every motherfucking day. And um, if you didn't know, and you're listening in on podcast streaming platforms, you can head on over to YouTube, search for Constance the Podcast, and there you can watch your girl. I don't know if y'all heard Ashley laughing in the background, but she is here on the phone. Ashley, say hi to the people. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? And thank you. So if you don't know, this is my girlfriend, and we love to get on the phone sometimes and talk and key and do the podcast together. So that's what we're doing today. Another day of tequila shots, I think so. So I really am just trying to finish this bottle. If you know me and you've been watching this show, you know I ain't really a drinker. I think last time, like in the last episode, I feel like I took an equivalent of like one or two shots. How many shots was that, do you think, in the last episode? It was probably like one shot in that glass. Probably two at the most. Yeah, that shit was, uh uh-uh. I think I need to actually wash this glass. I didn't wash it before I picked it up, and I, mm -mm. mm-mm. Give me a second. Give me a second. It ain't stuff in it. It's stuff on the rim, because I had dried it upside down on the cabinet. This is too TMI. At the end of the day, I'm going to rinse this out, wash it real quick. You know, oh my God, I think, have I talked about it here on this podcast before? Like when somebody gives you a cup and the cup be stank? It don't be stank. The cup just be like, like mouth, like spit, like water, like girl, you didn't smell this before you gave it to me. Anytime somebody comes over my house, I'm always like, I tell them, go ahead and just smell it. Make sure it's fitting for you because you ain't about to leave and say Constance Cup stink. You ain't about to say that. I smell them before I give them, but just in case I miss something, I tell them, don't go ahead and smell it real quick before I fill it up. Cause I'm aware, like you know, you sometimes you take a plate that been washed and it's like, what was this washed with? Why does this smell so spitty and musty and just not good? Okay, it just be you know like how your upper lip be smelling after like a long yeah, yeah. Like right. So I'm not saying the cup stink. It actually doesn't stink. It just I'm just gonna clean the rim. So I'm gonna be right back. Hold on. All right, you guys, we are back. I do. I did go ahead and um, pour my drink in the glass. It is washed. It is clean. Ashley said she was going to sip on some tank. Ashley, what you sipping on? Casamigos. And tank. Ooh. So let's go ahead and take our first shot. I do have me some Coke. The Coke is in this Chipotle cup. Whenever you ready, darling. Well, you know, I got a two-step process, so you're going to take the shot before I do, but... I mean, I'm just sipping out the bottle. Oh, Lord. She's sipping out the bottle. Okay. Let's go. I'm taking my shot. All right, go ahead. Ooh, that's so smooth. Don't need no chase. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's so nasty. Mm-mm. I don't know what made me go buy this bottle but speaking of shit that i bought y'all you want to know what i bought today i bought a fire stick so y'all no longer have to hear me complaining about i need somebody's login information y'all ain't never sent me the login information anyways well one person did and shout out to them they know who they are but everybody else was just listening to me complain and in the midst of my complaining y'all been watching the shows i've been needing to watch and that right there is figgity figgity fucked up speaking of shows 
the reason I bought the fire stick is because, you know, I've been wanting to watch The Shy. And today, Ashley was threatening me, like, I'm going to watch The Shy without you. Fuck it. Like, that is so fucked up. If you ask me, that's the equivalent of cheating. You cannot watch a show that you and your partner have agreed on watching together. You cannot watch that alone. That's fucked up. Constant. Ashley. Don't be like that. I didn't make the rules. Like, that is really... An unwritten rule that everybody in a relationship knows. When you agree with your partner that you are going to watch a show, you cannot watch the show until your partner is ready to watch it. Like, but it's okay. I got my I got my fire stick. I'm gonna try to hit, hook it up today, and we're gonna get into some things. So speaking of getting into some things, y'all probably want to know the end of Ronchi. We're gonna say that for the end because y'all know that should be taking up time. But I did finish it, and I did go and get me two new books and thank you i'm not sure which ones i'm gonna start which ones i'm gonna read yet but um i'll fill you guys in on which books i got i got raunchy three okay i wanted raunchy two but they didn't have raunchy two they only had raunchy three and um i got Redbone two they didn't have Redbone one like it's like come on library get it together i figure i thought about it i'm like okay Somebody must have rented the book and never returned the book and they just never went and got the new book because it ain't no way you got sequels and trilogies and you ain't got the first and the second of books. That don't make no sense. So y'all will get an update on Ranchi and then we'll begin. I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do with these books. I might do separate episodes or something like that for the books. I'll figure it out. But I feel like I've been keeping I've been talking a lot about the books ahead of episodes. And it's just I don't know if I like that. So we'll figure out what I'm going to do with that. Anyways, I think I'm ready to get into the latest Bitch, did you see that tweet? Okay, if you new here, bitch, you see that tweet is a segment where I um talk about the bullshit I see on my TL. Now, today's segment of Bitch, did you see that tweet is a tweet dedicated to, not dedicated to, but tweeted by Roll It Up K. And this tweet reads, Chris Brown would have had to escort me out because for a thousand dollars, boy, we finna take this picture naked i don't know if y'all heard but chris brown did have meet and greets at his concert on that he's on tour right now and the meet and greet tickets are a thousand dollars when i heard that i thought to myself you know what i ain't never thought about paying for sex but for a thousand dollars that might be what the fuck the agreement has to be because ain't no way i'm paying a thousand dollars for a picture just like she said honestly she's talking about a naked picture a naked picture ain't even enough for a thousand dollars a meet and greet i looked at it and i'm like it's so amazing what people will pay for and it's so amazing what you can charge for things when you have the audience to do so. Ashley, is there anybody that you would pay a thousand dollars for? No, ma'am. I don't think I'll pay a thousand dollars for anything either. I was like, I think the only person I will pay a thousand dollars for is for God. I always ask myself, I'm like, would I have this same energy for God? Like, you know how at a concert you'd be ready to hyperventilate and pass out because you're so hyped that your person, your artist, is there. Um, sorry, she got dogs, so. Yeah, ghetto stuff we got going on, but it's okay. Y'all used to my dog barking in the background. Anyways, as I was saying, I'm like, I, I try to ask myself what I have the same energy for a musician as I would for um, God. And I definitely would. I'll pay one band to see God. I'll pay one band. to Like, if they said God was arriving and they had tickets for it, I'll pay however much I need to pay. Even if I needed to take out a loan, I'll pay that shit just to see him before everybody else. But for Chris Brown, I'm like, $1,000 to look at you? No, you fine and all, but we're going to have to do a little bit more. We're going to have to get into some things, and then things might include prostitution on his behalf. So I've never paid for sex, but I would pay for it for CB. I mean, that's the only thing $1,000 is worth. I can't even think of any other celebrity that I pay one band for. I wouldn't even pay the one band for Chris Brown. I also thought to myself, what the fuck jobs y'all got to be paying one band just to look at somebody and take a picture? It's amazing. It's amazing what kind of world we live in. 
Look, if or you, it's they, it's they niggas' money or whoever they with money. Regardless, who got that type of money to be taking a picture with somebody? Like, yeah, you fine, but not no damn thousand dollars. Chris Brown got some nerve, but I ain't mad at him. Do what you got to do, boo. And of course, people gonna pay it. Now, if I would have did a meet and greet picture with Chris Brown, what type of there? There were a bunch of pictures that were released to the internet of different poses that girls did, and there was one picture that sparked some controversy. And a girl was like, she was on top of Chris Brown as if a baby would be like if if you were holding a baby on your hip. That's the type of picture she took with him. And she had the right idea for a thousand dollars. I'm gonna get every type of angle I need to get all up on you. I ain't doing no standing up picture. No, for a thousand dollars, I gotta make it look like I'm your girl and I am your world. So, yeah, that's all I really had to say about that. What you you got anything you want to say about the the meet and greet or the whole thing? Oh no, nah. I mean, just like I said, I'm not paying no thousand dollars to meet nobody. Yeah, and I ain't mad at that. What's the most you would pay to meet a celebrity? Nothing. I know, right? Do you even the care most, to meet the a most celebrity? I would pay is like okay regular ticket price for the concert but extra no i know i don't think i would even pay to meet anybody like because you have to sit and think about what you're really doing right like these people it's regular they yeah just, like, like it's regular folks it's low-key going outside but yeah. i mean it is what it is you just it is what it is you can't think too hard. Elsewise, you'll just look at yourself and think that civilization is fucked because ain't no way you pay that much to see somebody. But the reality of it is, even a concert, you pay that much to sing a song with the artist when you could have just sang that song in your room for free. It's all... The world is crazy, man. The world is crazy. I don't want to hear nobody complaining about we in a recession if you pay 1K to go take a picture exactly. with CB. I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, I'm late on this. I'm late on that. Girl, you won't lay on the pictures. Right, or gas prices is high this, gas prices is high that. Ain't no yeah, way you complaining about that and you paying the one band for CB. But do what you want to do. Fucking pictures. Do what you want to do, baby. I ain't mad at you. So I think it's appropriate to go ahead and get into the bowl. We are getting into the game, word association. If you are new here, this another is... Another shot. Okay, boys. She told me to take another shot, but let me finish what I was saying. We get into the game, word association, and if you're new here, it's a bowl full of different words and topics. I pull them out, and I give y'all my thoughts on the topic. So let me take my shot, and then we're going to sing the intro, and then we're going to do what we need to do. Ooh, this shit is disgusting. Okay. You ready to sing the song, Ash? Mm -hmm. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Oh, let's get into it. Mm -mm. And toot it and boot it. Uh. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Oh, let's get into it. Mm -mm. Mm, and tooted and booted. Actually, it sounded like you was delayed a little bit. I know, right? But it's all, it's out there. How you delayed and you listening to the song while you singing the song? Like, come on. Come on. You know how Okay, so we in the bowl, y'all. First thing that I pulled out was... <gasps> Ooh! That was ghetto. That was ghetto. Okay. First thing I pulled out is... Ooh, okay. Little Miss dot dot 
dot. So I don't know if y'all have seen this trend going around on the internet, predominantly on Instagram, but there are these cute little pictures of things and then above them it's like little miss and then you insert caption here so for example little miss i thrifted this that was one that i saw so we're gonna play a game ashley you're welcome to play too i encourage you to play i don't know if we should do it we're like we say things about each other or we say things about ourselves. but you go ahead and go first because you know i don't be into all that stuff so you gotta show me the rope. okay so this is how we're gonna play i think we should do little miss and then say things for each other and then if we can't come up with stuff, I could just finish it and say things about myself. All right. So let me say something about Ashley. Little Miss. I retwist my dreads every other week. <laughs> you exaggerate. Whatever, girl. All right. Little Miss. I got to go to Chipotle every day. That ain't a lie. Okay, Ashley is Little Miss. I got to get all my hours. Ashley is a workaholic. She don't like leaving work early. She want to make sure she get all her hours on that check. Right, because <laughs> don't play with my money. Um, Little Miss, oh, my gosh. I wish they would stop talking to me while I'm at work. This is true. I really hate when my coworkers talk to me. She said, Little Miss, I wish they would stop. I wish my coworkers would stop talking to me. Okay, let me try to think of something for you. Little Miss, I'm obsessed with my pets. This girl is running a zoo. She got 10,000 pets, girl. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, dang, I don't know why I'm stuck. Um. Shoot, I'm stuck. Go ahead and do another. All right, we're just gonna do them for myself because it's easier for myself. Little Miss, blessed and highly favored, and thank you because I was handpicked and made by God. You got anything for yourself, or you want me to go on a roll? Um, Little Miss Independent. <laughs> Little Miss Independent. Very much so independent. She got her own house. She got her own car. She pay her own bills. Get it, girl. All right, moving on. Okay, I'm going to say one last thing for me, and that will be Little Miss. Little Miss. Baldy, because I love a bald head. I hope y'all was participating at home. If I come up with more stuff, I'm going to squeeze them in throughout the end of the show or throughout the show. Um, before I get back into the bowl, it is so hot today. Like, I live, y'all know I live in Northern Virginia. It was so motherfucking hot. It was so hot. My breast was sweating, like, underneath the breast. It's so hot for breasts. Like, women have it really bad. Women with big breasts. I wonder if you have small breasts who would still sweat underneath there. I would love to know, but it's just so fucking hot. It was so hot today. Like, I was taking a nap today, right? And I didn't turn on the AC. I don't know why I didn't turn on the AC. But you know when you're taking a nap and you're, like, in nap mode, you be too lazy to get up and do things. So I was sweating and uncomfortable because of how hot it was, but I was too lazy to get up and turn on the AC. That was a terrible nap because of how hot it was. It's just so fucking hot. 
I don't feel like you should be wearing wigs during this hot heat. I don't feel like you should be wearing makeup during this hot heat. I don't feel like you should be doing anything, honestly, in this hot heat other than staying your ass inside. Speaking of, I just came up with a hot girl summer. It's it's a very hot girl summer. Speaking of, I wanted to say another Little Miss thing for me is Little Miss Naturally Beautiful. And thank you. Okay, you guys, we're going to get back into the bowl. Oh, I'm also Little Miss. I love a good ghetto book. Right. Okay, I'm in the bowl. Right, get into the bowl. Girl, be quiet. Okay, I pulled out paying for parking. At my job, unfortunately, I do have to pay for parking, which is fucked up. I think uh, in a lot of places in Northern Virginia, as well as in D.C., you have to pay for parking. And I think paying for parking is the dumbest concept because... Why the fuck didn't y'all just put enough parking spaces when y'all made the place? Like, what am I paying exactly for? It's so damn stupid. I think it's really fucked up that jobs will make you pay for parking because, like, y'all want me to come here. So why am I paying to come here? That's a real huge smack in the fucking face. On top of that, I I have to pay for parking, right? So I was able to find... I get to work early so that I can park somewhere where I don't have to pay for parking. I found, like, a nice place, and I just walk, you know... A fair walk to get to work after I park my car, but at least parking is free. And I was talking to one of the women at my job, and she was complaining about um, having to pay for parking. And I was this close to telling her, like, you can park on this street for free. But I just didn't say it because I thought to myself, "Uh uh-uh. What God gives you, you don't got to give to everybody else. Some things are meant solely for you. Don't go sharing. I don't necessarily believe in gatekeeping, but it's some things you just ain't supposed to be opening your mouth up and telling people about. Because if right. I, would, you know, if I would have told her, I wouldn't, who knows who she would have went to go tell and who they would have went to go tell. And then next thing I know, it wouldn't be no spot for me and I would have to pay the part. Right. Looking crazy because you're talking too much. I know. Like, sometimes you do need to be quiet. I do love to help people. But I had to gatekeep on that. Like, I'm sorry, girl, but you unfortunately have to keep paying or you got to figure it out yourself mm-hmm. that you need to find somewhere to park because that paying for parking shit is bullshit. Like, paying for parking is so fucked up. Jobs are so fucked up. Why would you charge me to come here? And then it's not cheap, y'all. It's $10 a day. $10 a day is not fucking cheap. You want me to pay $50 a week to come to this motherfucker? That don't make no sense. And then Jobsy having some damn nerve because they have no problem telling you that that's the, the damn regulations, the stipulations. Like, that's something I would be embarrassed to tell an employee. Like, oh, yeah, you're hired. But by the way, you do have to park to come here. Like, they just be saying that shit so nonchalantly like that's normal. It's not normal. But unfortunately, I guess it is normal in Northern Virginia and D.C. That's why I don't go to D.C. because you do have to pay for parking. That's why I don't like being in Old Town Alexandria because you have to pay for parking. Like, what am I paying for? And then you only get a certain limit. One time I paid to park, and I didn't realize that I had only did, like, an hour or two hours, bitch. I came back to, like, a $40 or $60 ticket. That was, like, so... Was it $40 or $60? I think it was $40 or $60. I came... Like, why the fuck are you ticketing me? That shit is so fucked. That's another thing that's a problem. I always talk about police officers, but if you work them jobs where you are ticketing motherfuckers for parking violations, you have to go and figure it out. I was about to say, she got people in the background. She need to mute herself. But, yeah, that shit. Yeah, I'm going to do that. It's okay. But, yeah, that shit is so fucking tacky and whack. So, we're going to go back into the bowl. I ain't got nothing else to say. Um, I mean, she muted herself. I asked her, do you have anything to say in regards to paid parking, parking to pay? Pay to pay. I think it's stupid. Of course, it's very stupid. I think anything that I got to pay for is stupid. Most definitely. Let me take, let me finish this shot. 
right here. And even though you play very cool. That song Possessive by Chris Brown, Young Blue, and Lil Wayne is a good ass song. I like that song. I don't know how it goes. Well, I don't know the name of it. I'm about to say, girl, how am I going to help you out if you don't know how it goes? What song? Uh, girl, what song is that? Oh, with WizKid? Probably the one with WizKid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. If I could be 100% honest, I'm, that is not a fan. That's not like a favorite of mine. Like, everyone has said that that was like a really good song, but it hasn't really hit for me. See, your taste in music is so different. Like, For those of y'all that want to know the name of the song, the name of the song is Call Me Every Day. It's just yeah. not a, like, it's it's an okay song for me, but it's not, like, I feel like I've heard better Kid hits. I feel like, and I feel like I've, heard, I've heard better Chris Brown hits. So I'm not that impressed with the song. Um, maybe I need to listen to it a little bit more, but right now... I think your, ta- your taste is just different, because some of the songs you be saying go hard, I be listening to it like, okay, it really don't go hard, but that's your taste. <laughs> no, I think I have... I think I have a superior taste of music. Like, I think my taste of music is, like, up there, and I think everyone else needs to match my taste of music. Like, if you don't really feel what I feel when I listen to music, then, like, something... There's a disconnect with you, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I could be somebody's A&R. What? <laughs> mm. But okay. I mean, that's good. You have confidence in your music taste. That's always good. I ain't trying to knock it. You just knocked it. Talk about your music taste. At the end of the day, I don't really know if I feel too much about it. I don't really care too much for that song. But it's a good song. I'm not saying it's a bad song, but I'm just like, I've heard a lot of people like, oh, I love the song. I love the song. I love the song. And I'm like, okay. We back in the bowl. Oh, we pulled out pink sauce. Have y'all heard about the pink sauce controversy? If you don't know, there's a woman on TikTok that is selling some pink substance called the pink sauce. I believe she created the sauce. Um, I don't know what's in the sauce. I don't know what the sauce tastes like. There was a video going around and people were like, I guess somebody had asked her what it tastes like. And the creator of the sauce has said something along the lines of, you got to buy it to taste it. Now, boom, fast forward. Um, the controversy w- regarding the sauce is she was trending the other day on Twitter, TikTok, everywhere, because people stated that allegedly her product has some health concerns. I guess it goes against health guidelines, yada, da 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 da. If I could be 100% honest, the first time, the first couple of times I saw the pink sauce, I thought to myself, I would like to buy it. I saw it before it was uh, available for purchase, right? And so every time I saw it, I thought, "Mm, I'm curious to know what it would taste like. My last thought was fucking health regulations. Like, I just was not thinking about that. I didn't care about that. I'll be lying if I said I cared. Even to this day right now, I really don't give a fuck. Um, I will be down to taste the sauce because I've seen people eating it. It is what it is. I I don't know. Does that make me stupid? Probably so. Did I ever go look at the prices? No. But I thought about potentially buying it. it was one of those things that I saw and I was like okay I'll be down to buy it but never actually go and fulfill the order you know what I'm saying or make the purchase um people were on the internet bashing her I guess you know everybody has become a fucking health regulation expert shit like that always annoys me because it's like y'all don't give a damn for two 
Y'all don't not. I know everybody don't know how to read the nutrition label. Like I know everybody ain't a nutrition label expert. Y'all just going niggas is just going based off of what somebody else said. And people love to just people love to talk shit. Like I don't like that. Y'all know I'm not for bashing black owned businesses. Now I get it. If a business does you wrong, whether they black, white, Asian, whatever, if you feel the need to expose that other people don't get scammed or finessed by them, so be it, I'll be it. But for me, that's not something that I do. I just don't. Like I would just not purchase with you again. I won't expose you and bash you and ruin your whole whatever. People are jumping on this bandwagon to hate this woman as they always do. It reminds me of the honey pot pads and tampons like y'all don't read shit y'all let somebody else put plant a seed in your head and because it's popular right now to hate this company or to bash this company y'all want to hop on the bandwagon i don't fuck with shit like that and um there was a tweet today about that allegedly about that chef that is selling the pink sauce and they were like oh well she catered at an event and the food was horrible why the fuck are you tweeting that right now like why is it so what feeds people to make them want to throw people under the bus when it's popular to throw them under the bus. If this, if you had such a terrible experience with this chef and it, and it moved you so much and you felt so convicted to let the world know, why the fuck you ain't been let the world know? Why are you waiting for the day that everybody throwing this person under the bus to throw them under the bus? I just don't believe in that shit. And like I said, I know everybody don't give two fucks about nutrition facts. Y'all just, y'all just, I don't even motherfucking know. I don't know if people mad that they didn't buy it before the, the controversy took place. I don't know if people mad that, I don't know what the fuck it is, but I don't like that negative energy. Like, I don't like that shit. Everybody claims they health experts, and it's just like, shut your ass the fuck up. You don't give two fucks. It's how I feel. Girl, mute yourself if you got people in your background talking. If you do. If you don't, then don't mute yourself. But, yeah, what are your takes on the pink sauce? Personally, I don't give two fucks about it. I would, I mean, I would still try it to this day. If somebody said, constantly want to try the pink sauce, I most definitely would. I don't care how it was packaged or whatever, whatever, whatever. If I died, oh, well. If I was sick, oh, well. If it stank, oh, well. Um... I always question how people shipped food, but I don't know the fucking health regulations. And to be clear, motherfuckers be eating at restaurants that's been passed health regulations, that have not passed health regulations. Because I told you I worked at a restaurant that was covered in roaches. I used to work at a restaurant and the health inspector would come and we would try to fake and hide and act like shit was good, but the shit won't good. And the health inspector knew shit won't good. They was just quick to get, grab a plate. Like, I know they seen the roaches crawling all around and up and down, but they ain't say shit. Ashley, what you got to say about the pink sauce? Sorry, I had, cut you, I had asked and then I cut you off. Right, I was just about to say, you always be asking somebody they take on something, and then you continue to go on and on and on. But anyway, that's why she got a podcast. Anyway, um, I don't care about the pink sauce. Yeah, all in all, I don't care either. It's just one of them things, like, I think for me, I just hate that energy. Like, y'all shut the fuck up. Like, just shut the fuck up. That's how I feel. Like, you ain't really mad. You just want to fake mad. You ain't even buy the sauce. So why the fuck do you care what the fuck the nutrition facts is? That's how I feel. You know, just let that girl make money how she see fit. Right. That's all it is. I mean, people just, they just negative, like. I don't know. And then people cover it up with, oh, I want this black business to learn from this. No, the fuck you don't want them to learn. Because why the fuck you ain't DM them on a private and let them know? I hate shit like that. Like, I hate people that claim that they want to help you, but they using a public platform to help you. If you really want to help somebody, DM them, email them, keep it private, keep it professional, keep it cute. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. Before I get back into the bowl... I had just thought of something really fucking crazy. Not crazy, but I just remember something. I know we've been past the Chris Brown stuff. But you know one thing I really hate? I hate when people say things like, 
oh, I'm gonna take you to like okay for I went to a Chris Brown concert maybe like two years ago, and um, maybe two three years ago whatever. And we met this girl. I was with my friends, and we met this girl. And the girl's like, oh, you guys could come to my section. We got a section with Chris Brown, da 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 like all this, just saying all this shit. So we like, well, shit, all right, cool. So we get into the club with her, and she just disappears. She's like, all right, take my number, da 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 We get into the club with her, she just disappears. We They say Chris Brown is here. We texting her, she nowhere to be found. Why do people make dumbass Empty ass promises. Like, why the fuck did you open your mouth and tell me you're gonna be with Chris Brown if you know you ain't gonna let me be with you while you with Chris Brown? I hate stupid shit like that. Like, I hate dumbass people like that. One thing I have learned over the years is when you at a club, when you at a club, a concert, whatever, and you talking to some drunk motherfuckers, do not ever take anything that people say seriously because them motherfuckers do not answer the phone. The motherfuckers do. They just don't be serious about connecting. And again, why the fuck would you open your mouth and say some dumb shit like that if you really don't want me to fuck with you? Did you just say it so I could think you was cool or something? Like, I hate shit like that. Okay. Have you ever had an experience like that where somebody somebody voluntarily tells you some information about some shit that they're going to do? They invite you, and then when you hit them up when it's time to go to the place that they invited you to, they don't answer. They MIA. You can't find them. You ain't going to the event with them. It's like, why the fuck did you tell me that? You ever been in some shit like that? I vaguely remember something like that, but I can't remember verbatim. Oh. Yeah. I, I hate that stuff. Yeah, that shit is so tacky. Like, shut the fuck up. You just want people to know you're doing something. And for all that, you was better off just saying, I got this, but y'all can't come. I would have, would I have respected it? I would have respected it a little bit more because you ain't get my hopes up. But I would have also said, just keep that shit to yourself because why the fuck you going to tell me? I just said that because Chris Brown went to Bliss and that shit happened at Bliss. Bliss is like one of the, that's a, that's a nightclub I cannot do. I just, I just can't do clubs. All right. Um, let's actually run a brief intermission, right? We're going to run a brief intermission. We'll come back. We'll get back into the bowl. And then we'll do some quick raunchy stuff. And then we'll end today's show. Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. What's up, you guys? We are back. There's a fly in my room, so if y'all see me swatting and whiting, that's why. I fucking hate flies with a fucking passion. Like, why do you exist? Why are you in my room right now? How the fuck did you get in here? And what the fuck is your purpose? Like, why do flies exist? You look around and you're like, okay, the food chain doesn't really make sense because bugs, like, do we need all of them? And if we do need them for frogs and whatnot, there ain't no frogs around here. So why are you here? Fucking hate flies. My dog actually, if my dog sees a fly, he does a really good job of catching them. I don't know why flies will fly. Flies are so stupid when you look at they, like, their fly pattern. Like, they will fly close enough for my dog to catch them after seeing that my dog was trying to catch them. Like, that's so stupid. You know what I'm saying? Flies are just so stupid. Ugh, I fucking hate flies. Ashley, you hate flies too, don't you? Yeah, with a passion. I hate all bugs. I know. I do hate all bugs too. But I'm not going to lie. I'm not the kind of person that's, like, scared of bugs. I will kill a bug, no problem. But flies piss me off. Like, y'all gonna see me looking all different types of ways. I'm gonna be 
irritated this whole show, but I don't know what the fuck it is. Okay, I'm going to take this quick shot and then we'll continue the game. Or should we do a Dear Constance and then proceed with the game? Mm. <laughs> I'm going to let you choose, Ashley. Uh, do the um, uh, advice thing. All right. We're going to do a quick advice column submission and then we'll get back into word association. Today's advice column submission reads, Dear Constance. I, I know, right? I said my name all types. <laughs> I was like, hopefully nobody notices. I don't know why that <laughs> I know Constance. Okay, let's 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 give it another shot. <clears throat> dear Constance, this is the Dear Constance segment. By the way, if you need advice, give me a call two four zero five eight seven three one eight six. You can also click the link down below in the description box or in my Instagram bio at Constance Defied. That will take you to my advice column, and there you can leave an anonymous sh- submission. I don't care what you need advice on. Just tap in, get right, and let me help you out, girl or guy. Okay, because apparently guys watch this show, which is dope too. Because how did y'all find me? Okay, um. Today's submission is, Dear Constance, I have a first date with a woman next week, Wednesday. I, wait, hold on. Dear Constance, I have, a, I have a first date with a woman next week, Wednesday, and it actually happens to be her birthday. I would like to bring her a little something that's not too over the top to acknowledge her birthday. She's agreeing to meet up that day, so I think that's the least I can do. Do you have any good ideas of something small and nice that I can bring? Ashley, what would you do in this situation? Um, personally, because this is your first time, you know, really hanging out with her and stuff like that, I would ask her, like, what's something that you, you know, would like for your birthday? What's something that you've been wanting? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, determine whether you comfortable with purchasing that for or whatever. Oh, yes. I would just leave like that. That's sweet. Yeah, to ask is good. I wouldn't think to ask. I think for me, I would have just asked, like, I think I would have asked, like, what do you want to do? Yeah. Like, I would have made sure the first date is curated for her birthday experience. Like, definitely whatever she would want to do. And then I would show up with flowers. I wouldn't necessarily think of, like, a purchase, like, a, a item to buy. I would just ask, like, what's something you want to do? Just, yeah, create the first date. But I think all in all, the answer is just ask her. Like, whether it's something that you want to buy or whether it's something that... Whether it's something that you want to buy or an experience that you want to give her, you should definitely ask her and let her know, like, you're willing to treat her for her birthday, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came across a post one time on TikTok, and it was one of them damn etiquette coaches. I'm so tired of them damn etiquette coaches. Okay, it was an etiquette coach, and she was like... On a first date, do not buy the person something. I mean, it was a woman giving advice to women to not buy men things. But I think that that is so... I think, like, a woman had said that she had bought her, like, her first date uh, some cigars because they like cigars or something like that. And she was like, this is too much. This is going to scare the guy off. Now, I don't know if it would or if it wouldn't. But I hate them general-ass rules because it's like everybody is different. And... You never know what somebody might like. I'm not against, like, gifts on the first date. Maybe because I'm a woman. I don't know what a guy would like. But I don't mind a gift. You could always give me a gift. Because gifts are my love language. Receiving it. You could give me a gift if you don't know me. As long as it's not, like, an expensive-ass gift. Because an expensive-ass expensive gift would scare me. Because it's like, what the fuck you think we're doing next? Type shit. But 
if you got me like a nice gift, like a, you know, by expensive, I mean like if this is the first day I met you and you bought me like a Louis Vuitton purse, I'll be looking like, okay. I mean, I would take the purse, but I would still be looking like, what the fuck you think we doing next type shit. But I would ask too, what the fuck you think I'm doing for this purse? That would definitely come out of my mouth. But, um, I don't know. I don't think there's any problem with giving somebody a gift and get them something big, small, whatever. Not too big, but you can get them something. But definitely just ask. How would you feel if, like, say you and me just first met Ash. It wasn't your birthday, just the first date, and I bought you a gift. What would your instant thought be? Would that scare you off? Or would you fuck with it? No, I would fuck with it. Right. Yeah, like, it's beyond me uh, catering to whether, you know, I'm working in my feminine energy or masculine energy or whatever, like, bitch, that's a gift. Right, like, who don't want a gift? Whatever, like, somebody's being nice to you and being thoughtful and trying to impress you. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point. Exactly. Exactly, like, I am so for, like, like you said, if you want, if you want me and you're in pursuit of me, impress me motherfucker give me some shit let's see what you working with but okay i just want to see you know that you on the same time that i'm on right that's the type of person i am i you know i'm gonna be wanting to impress you and shit like that i need that energy reciprocated most stuff uh you know yeah uh, like okay so how would you feel if like first date and i got you uh like a louis vuitton satchel purse fanny pack whatever would that scare you off it was like too big of a purchase it wouldn't scare me. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I would, what I would say, but it wouldn't scare me off. You know, I'd be curious. I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna keep you around for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be, I'll be more inclined to really know what type of person you is because now I'm interested. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not to say that I like you, but because you are that type of person that do some shit like that. I'm interested to see what kind of person you is. Like, right. If you on that type of time, you know. Right. I, I like being spoiled now. Right. Maybe it's because we're women, so we're more open to, like, receiving. Like I said, the woman that had gave that advice was a woman that was in pursuit of men. So she was giving advice to women that date men, and I don't know how men feel in situations like that. But for me, like, bitch, give me whatever motherfucking gift you want to give me. But I will say, if it, if it is really expensive, I would – um. Just be like, what's, you know, what what are you expecting? More so because I couldn't afford to get you that. So I would just be like, you know, what do I have to do? You know, I would just, that's why I would be hesitant. I would accept it. But I would be like, uh, you know, I don't know. I'll be a little question. It would be a little bit questionable, but more so, in, more so in the sense of what do I owe you in exchange for that? Because I think that that's also just my perception of things. Like when people do for you, they do expect things back. And so if I can't afford to give you something like that, like what do I owe you now type thing? You know? But I think that's coming from like, all right, if you strictly date men, because typically men do be wanting shit from you when it comes to financial expenditures. So, uh, men and women, I'm, women too. I'm dealing with females only. I would just be like, oh, that's sexy as hell. And I mean, same thing back to you, I think it's a person to person thing. Like some people do give with the expectation of receiving something in, in um, return. So that's what I'm saying. Like if you get me something that I can't afford to get you back, I would just be curious as to know, like, what could I do to match that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is what is your expectation at this point? I would just right. be curious about yeah. that. Because just yeah. in general, like I was always taught to not take stuff from people because you never know like what 
they might want to return type of thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll take a gift. But like I said, I would just be like, okay, wait, what now? Like, you know how I did the episode on the Dubai shit? You accepting all these gifts and now the nigga wants you to piss and shit and do weird, crazy ass shit. You just never know. So I would ask questions. Typical nigga shit. That's what I'm saying. Like it all, that thought that goes in your mind when somebody does something nice for you or something like that, it comes from that social norm. Like, But you never had female. Ew, I seen that fly. I know. I seen it. I'm like, hopefully the podcast ain't see it. I was like, hopefully the podcast did not see the fly. I did see the fly, but I was like, Constance, keep your cool. But I'm just saying, have you, you've never had like a female friend, not even romantic interest. I'm just saying a female friend in general. You've never had a friend give you something. And then even though they gave it to you, they were still expecting shit in return. Like you've never experienced another woman like that. I have like, for instance, my coworker, she be giving me shit. Like she don't have to give me nothing. Not to say that she buys those things, but regardless of money or whatever, somebody's giving you, they're, they're doing a gesture for you. Whether right. it's financial gesture or just a genuine gesture, right. like I, she doesn't expect nothing from me, so it's like whatever. It, it just depends on person to person. Pers- that's what I'm saying. Person it's just to person. A social norm that I mean, the key word norm is just a normal thing. Like people would think that I right, this nigga wants something from me, this bitch wants something from me, but it's person to person. Like fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? Like you right. just gotta. I don't know. You just got to know people, whoever you're dealing with. And if you feel like they expected something, I'm sure it will come out. Right. <laughs> like, they'll tell you, all right, so what you going to, you going to owe me? What you gonna That's what I'm saying. It's a first date thing. So I would, it would just be questionable in the back of my mind type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And just knowing me, I would speak up on it. But yeah, you're right. Like, I, I mean, it's just, yeah. But this person in this question wanted to get something small. So, I understand that. And I think both of our answers were good enough answers for the situation. Like, just ask her. Yeah, what, just ask yeah. her what she want. Like, what most she deaf. Want. Most deaf, most deaf, most deaf. You look so beautiful right now. Thanks. I wish I could just grab your face. Y'all, oh my God. I hope y'all are not looking at this fly and thinking Constance killed that motherfucker. Because I'm seeing it fly everywhere. And I'm like, how thick is it on camera? <sighs> okay. Because it's getting close. It is getting close. It's because these two lights is right here. Look, if y'all wasn't here, I'll be working my ass to kill that motherfucker. Like, I don't stop until the motherfuckers is dead. Ashley don't stop until the motherfuckers is dead. She really don't stop. But I don't be playing that shit. Like, that shit is flying. Do I stop the pot and kill it? I don't know how long it's going to take me to kill it. I wish my dog was in here because my dog would eat that shit. He, ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, I seen that. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Okay. <laughs> Be quiet. Y'all don't judge me, okay? Some nigga shit. Oh my gosh. Alright, we just gonna move forward. Yeah. My window was open and I got a net on my window, but the flies still be coming in through the window. It's like, how the fuck did you manage to get in here? And why the fuck are you in my shit? Like, fly outside. Because you know, once you get in here, you're gonna die. So you should have never even flew up in here. Yeah, better enjoy this time flying around this motherfucker because as soon as this show is over, I'm killing that bitch. Watch. Take another shot, babe. All right. I was going to ask, y'all ever, it don't even matter if it's your partner, just somebody you like, whatever. Say you're talking to somebody, you involved with somebody. Do y'all ever look at that person's face and just be like, damn, I just want to eat your whole face. Like, not I want to eat your pussy, not I want to suck your dick, not I just, it's, fuck just the genitals. Like, you just want to eat the whole thing. Babe, you know what I'm talking about? Like, sometimes you just look. Sometimes I look at you and I'm like, I just want the whole fucking thing. Right. 
everything. I don't care what the fuck that entails. Just give it to me right motherfucking now. I concur. Damn. It got some ego, right? It's hitting. It gets you right. That was a good advice column submission. Hopefully, we helped you out. If you guys need advice, y'all know what to do. Call me. So two four zero five seven three one eight six. We getting back into the bowl. Word association. That was a female. It is a female. Because they said they going with a woman. They take a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be shy. Go for <laughs> it. Go for it. Mm-hmm. You know what? I feel like less of a hoe as a, like, well, first of all, for one night stands in general, it don't make you a hoe. But I'm saying when I was involved with niggas, one night stands with niggas always made me feel hoe-ish. But one night stands with a girl, or not even one night stands with a girl, fucking on the first night with a girl, I didn't really feel like a hoe. Mm, you was fucking girls on the first night? Uh, do you remember when we met? Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh-uh, we not on the first night. Bitch, the next day, the second night, like. Okay, I got to know you. Girl, you did not get to know shit, but some few DMs talking about something, and then the next day we got it on. It ain't nothing wrong with getting it in the first night. But now where I'm at in my life, I don't know. I think now where I'm at in my life, I would like to get to know somebody. Like if I wasn't involved with you. And I had to meet somebody else. I'll definitely take my time. Um, right. But, yeah, prior, I mean, yeah, let's get it in. What the fuck we talking about? Like, Yeah, I think we was just working in that college energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, live live. And- Is it even college energy? It's really just like, let me get into some things. Like, you look good. I look good. Why are we looking at each other? Both looking good. Let's get good with each other. Yeah. I want to see what that thing tastes like. Right. I don't even remember what the first time was like, to be 100% honest. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? My internet acting crazy. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no. So did you hear my question or not? Huh? Did you hear my question or not? What was your question? I said, do you remember what the first time was like? Because I don't. I mean, I remember it, but, like, I don't remember, like, really how it felt or anything like that. It um, was a lot I, going on. It was. I, I don't remember. Not a problem. I don't care. All right, babe, I picked something out of the bowl, so let me read it, okay? This says, <laughs> break time at work. You know, that's so insulting. I'm a grown-ass adult. How the fuck you going to tell me I can only take this amount of time to break? And then certain jobs, they have the nerve to tell you you have to go at this time. Like, you don't own me, motherfucker. I take my break when I want to take my break. And why the fuck am I only limited to, to the amount of time you tell me I can take a break? Work is so insulting. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't control me, but y'all want to think y'all control me. And I got to let y'all control me for my paycheck. I'm selling my soul working at 9 to 5. How much time you get for your break at work? Shoot, the way therapist schedule is, it's so lax. Like, I love my job. Like, we have 
um regular lunch break so that's the 30 minutes but in between time we just be kicking it like i don't know and 30 minutes ain't really enough time for nobody to take a break either i've worked some jobs where it's 15 minutes for a break but going ahead babe okay so finish so y'all just kicking in between time i don't got no complaints but it is like 30 minutes like for lunch I love to hear that she loves her job because it's like, okay, you could really work and love your job. It makes me feel hopeful about the workforce in general. Like one day, someday, I will love my job. So it's beautiful to hear that you love your job. If but then the people around there, they cool. I don't know. Uh, I wish y'all could see her. She's sitting like that, like she's talking about her first love. Like she's just in love with it. I love that she's in love with it. <laughs> Is it the facility or the course of work that you love or both? I love it because. I mean, I'm not the most extroverted person or anything like that. Like, I really say to myself, I ain't the most social, but I like working with people. Yeah. Like, and talking to them, getting to know them, and just, I don't know, man. I love my job. Oh, she's smiling. And I get to, I get to help people. She's so beautiful. Okay, I'm going to put you in the camera so people can see how beautiful you are. Hopefully, y'all can see. She's so beautiful. Look. She's so beautiful. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't fuck with breaks at work. I mean, I don't really have a set time for how much time I can take. I think I can take like an hour. I mean, whatever, bro. I be taking whatever the fuck I want. I just remember my past jobs, like when I work like minimum wage paying jobs, they really used to be playing with the break time. Like, Constance, take your break. Like, how the fuck are you going to tell me? And then the break 30 minutes, and the 30 minutes flies so fast. It's like, what the fuck? And then, like I said, I have work jobs that's like 15-minute breaks. They be trying to do two 15s. Why the fuck are you going to give me a 15-minute? Don't play on my face right now because what the fuck is 15 minutes to me you know this job sucks it's eight hours what the fuck i'm gonna do with 15 minutes and what's crazy is like in those jobs i was working so those jobs i was anywhere from like the ages 14 to 20 maybe i was like anywhere from the ages 14 to like 21 but i'm working with people that are like 40 30 like how the fuck you telling a grown ass woman or man they got to take their break right now like that shit i don't like that shit that shit make my soul burn like the workforce is so fucked and we all hate this shit. So why the fuck can't I take a full hour break or even longer? I didn't really get hour breaks, so I started working salary. And even then, like, when you work salary, they don't really clock your hour, like, your break. You know what I'm saying? You just take your break. But now I do take, I take, like, I don't know. I, I mean, my job is so, like you said, it's lax, like, in between time. You're not doing shit. So I'm not doing shit for real. So it's like, the whole job is a break. But I just remember break time, and I just feel like that shit was so, uh, make me cringe. I feel like that you shit is so fucked. I don't like you telling me when I can and can't do something because first of all, you don't pay me enough to really be telling me what to do and what not to do. And second of all, human to human, person to person, adult to adult, why the fuck do you think that's okay to talk to me like that and tell me to take my break when I want to take my, when you want me to take my break? I ain't ready right now. Because if you're really sharp, you got to take your, you got to be strategic about the time you take your break so that it could be closer to the time you get off by the time you get back from your break. You know what I'm saying? Like if I work a nine to five, I like to take my break. What time you take your break? Like 12.30. That's too early. I take my break 1.30. Come back around 2, 2.30. Get off at 4.30. You get what I'm saying? Give me enough time to chill before I got to get off. The point is, you just not for that corporate stuff. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the reality of it. I'm sure people can relate. You might as well stay your ass at home. You're going to be doing all that. 
and it's okay. That's it's just not for you. And that be blowing me too. So like I can work remote some days. So when I work remote, I like that. The other day I worked remotely, I slept like pretty much the whole day. But they be telling me to come into work sometimes, and it's like, why am I coming into this office and I'm not doing shit? Like you're insulting <laughs> my time, my intelligence. Like I don't really like that. Like I don't like that. I don't know, you guys. I am really like. You know, I'm humble enough to do what I got to do, to do what I got to do. I have never, like, quit the jobs, you know what I'm saying? I have gotten fired. But the time I got fired was fucked up, too, because I ain't never even told y'all the story about why I got fired. We didn't even go get into it. But jobs is just fuck. Like, they just be talking to you like you anything. The last job, so y'all know I got fired from my last job. That last job, like, I was getting ready. First of all, I be crying. That's what we got to say. Little Miss Cry Baby, bitch. I be crying, but... There's anger. There's anger behind the tears. Okay. Or like there's there's another emotion behind the tears. It's just tears is how it manifests. But uh at the time my manager was talking to me. And when I tell you I was getting ready to cry, I was getting ready to cry. But I really wanted to tell her to shut the fuck up and stop talking to me. But the only energy, like the only emotion that was forming was tears. So I don't know if she thought that that was weak. I don't give a fuck if she thought it was weak. At the end of the day, I did say what I had to say with the tears in my face or in my eyes forming. But I was just so pissed, like, stop. Stop making me repeat my... That's one thing I hate. Little Miss, don't make me motherfucking repeat myself. Because if I got to repeat myself, bitch, we setting it off. I don't fuck with that shit. I hate repeating myself. Because were you listening? And if you weren't listening, you should never maybe open my mouth and talk. Because now you really trying me. Girl, take a shot. Okay, let me take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Entrepreneur, I don't want bitch, Little Miss Entrepreneur. Little Miss, I'm my own <laughs> boss. Right. Little Miss, I run this. Little Miss, back the fuck up. I'm doing what I got to do to do what the fuck I got to do. Little Miss. Oh, you are? Yeah. I wish we was together. I hate being in a long distance relationship. We're gonna get back into the boat, but long distance relationship tip. Get the people a tip. What's something that people in a long distance relationship need to know? What's a good tip for people in long distance relationships? Go. Baby, we had this conversation before. All right, then don't answer it. 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 Okay. Linda, listen. The only thing I can say is, I mean, y'all definitely gotta be committed. And just dedicated to each other. Even if y'all don't speak consecutively every day, because sometimes motherfuckers be needing a break to have their me time. Because all that technology shit, like staying in front of a screen, is a little bit too much even for me. So, I mean, just, y'all both just got to be dedicated and committed until y'all can come together. Because this shit is not for the weak at all. Thank you, baby. Now we're going to get back into the bowl. Mm. Ooh, I want to do some nasty things to you. What? What you do to your hair? Girl, what the fuck you mean? What I do to it? Ain't nothing done to it. You ain't combing? I thought you said you was going to put it in a fro. Girl, ain't this a fro? What is it? I thought you was going to comb it, fro. Do it look good? just let it, like. Do it it. look good? I needed to be a little bit more fresh. Damn. She let me record. She let me get on here and record. Talking about I need to be a little bit more fresh. It's okay. You know what? I'm ready to get this hair dead. It is natural. Did you see that girl on TikTok? 
she natural. She's starting to move me, like, wear your hair the way it grows, shrunken, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh-uh. Her internet ain't working out. It was a girl on the internet. Her TikTok is lip gloss. Beautiful black woman. She, her, her smile is so contagious. Laugh is so contagious. Anyway, she starting to movement on the internet, like, be natural. I mean, wear your hair in its natural state. Like, we ain't got to do all these twist outs and shit like that and stretch our hair out. My hair grows the way it grows. I'm going to wear it that way, which I've been fucking with. Now, she made that video and why the fuck niggas took her picture and ma- basically she was saying like when she wears her hair the way it grows naturally without stretching it out and stuff like that white men are attracted to her right why the fuck did niggas take her picture screenshot it and make a whole hinge account i guess hinge is a dating app they made a whole hinge account with her picture made up a name and they did that to prove a point that black men would be interested in her like, why the fuck y'all so invested in this shit? If she said white, if that's her experience, that's her experience. Why the fuck y'all gonna prove her experience wrong? She's speaking on what the fuck it is. I guess they felt like she was downplaying niggas, but like, who gives a fuck, nigga? If she said white men are attracted, white men are attracted. Who give a fuck who attracted? If you, if you attracted, shoot your shot. If you're not attracted, shut the fuck up and keep it moving. What the fuck was the point of making a Hinge account? And then they said, I've never used Hinge. I'm not too familiar with it. But somebody said you got to pay for the Hinge account to make the account or to have the account. So why the fuck you paying to make an account to prove this girl wrong? Like, what the fuck is that? People are weird. Anyways, yes, that was a good message. Wear your afro the way it grows. You ain't really got to pick. I've been saying that. You ain't got to pick that shit out. You ain't got to do too much to it. It grows the way it grows. And bitch, this is what the fuck it is. That's why I said Little Miss Naturally Beautiful and what? What you going to do about it? You ain't going to do nothing. I will say this. Look. Like, when I had my natural afro, it's a certain way I wanted it to look. I don't, like, this is just me. You do what you want to do, ladies, black queens. Do what you want to do. But I can't stand no afro that looks unkept. And unkept to me looks like uneven, poof right here, jagged up here, like, like you really letting it be natural natural but i mean like, it is oh, what it is okay finesse it, finesse it, no when ashley had an afro a little bit more presentable please when ashley ashley said a little bit more presentable for those of y'all that couldn't hear when ashley had an afro she would twist her hair every excuse me every single day that's not an exaggeration she'd be and saying i exaggerate yeah you gotta make baby sure baby 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 Babe, babe, let me say what the, let me give them a rundown of what she was doing. So she washed her hair on Sunday, and then every day of the week she untwisting it and retwisting it, untwisting it and retwisting it. Who the fuck got time for that? And the reality of it is, whether or not it looks unkept or not, bitch, this is how the fuck my hair grow. Like this is how it grow. My hair does not grow stretched out. So what the fuck I look like stretching it out every day to look kept. Who the fuck I'm looking kept for? I get it. You do it for you, and I understand it. Because I would stretch my hair out, too, sometimes. But at the end of the day, when I would wear my afro in its natural state, every time I stepped out, I would have a friend that would be like, Constance, do something to it. It's like, do something to it. This the fuck how it grow. Why the fuck you clocking my shit? This how your hair grow. Regardless of if you got dreads or whatever, whatever, you got, you keep it under a wig, you don't know. At the end of the day, this how our hair grow. And the reality of it is, whether you got the 4C afro or the 3C afro, whatever it is, you... Plump your hair out, make it good, right? It look fresh, whatever. You step out the house. I used to ride the bus to classes, right? I'm sitting on the bus, or if you're driving, you put your head back, that shit get bumped the fuck up. What the fuck can I do? That's how the hair grow. That's how the hair is. No, and ma'am. Uh-uh. 
I will fix it. Don't get me wrong. Hey, hold on. Let me tell you the story. One time I went to the bathroom at school. Like, I had just got off the bus, and I was sitting back. So I knew my afro was tight the fuck up in the back, right? So I'm in the bathroom trying to fix it. This white girl came in. I was like, excuse me. Can you tell me, like, what the back of my head looked like? Because I couldn't see it. She was so size. She was so size. She had the opportunity to, like, get up inside a black woman afro. But I get it anyways. She was picking it in the back. She was like, uh, let me just pull right here. I know that that was the best moment of her life. She finally got to touch african-american person here but at the end of the day that's how our hair grow it's just nothing to like we see white women all the time we see hispanic women all the time we see all these women walking around with their hair unkept uncombed i'll be at work looking at her hair like damn bitch you ain't comb your hair but this the crazy thing they can do it messy bun babe let me tell you i love everybody I don't care about what they looking like. I care about what my sister's looking like. I understand, keep but my... Keep your shit moisturized. Yeah, keep your shit moisturized. Keep your shit moisturized. By the end of the day, it's like, you talking about moisture. Moisture don't got nothing to do with I'm sitting in the car and now my hair is scrunched the fuck up in the back and I don't know. Like, you gonna judge me and call me unkept for that shit, but at the end of the day, that's just how to fuck my hair. All right, we back. My camera had died. Go ahead. Let me talk. So when you got your ponytails and your motherfucking 22 inches in your hair, right, mm-hmm. and you got it in a ponytail, right, mm-hmm. and you sit and you may mess it up a little bit, right, you're going to keep that shit together and wrap it back up, right? Yes or no? You gonna yes, but my point is if you don't so know. Like, like, no, yeah, yeah, of course. And I don't think anyone's intention is to walk around unkept. But let's get back to the main point. The main point is... You shouldn't feel like you have to stretch out your hair in order for it to be beautiful. That was the main point. This is how my hair grows. I'm saying when you had an afro every day, it was twist and untwist because that's what kept was to you. The whole movement or this new idea is that your hair doesn't have to be stretched out in order for it to be kept. Your hair doesn't have to be big in order for it to be kept. How your hair grows is how the fuck your hair grows. Like you said, as long as it's moisturized. And what's crazy and is like your hair... If it's not stressed out and if it's compact in your motherfucking head, it better not be looking ragged. I feel you. No, I feel you. I'm about... No, I get you, but you used to... When I... Look, hold on. When I had an afro... You used to be like, you need to do something to it. Like, bitch, I did what the fuck I did to it. I got in the shower. I wet it up. I put my leave in. I did what the fuck I needed to do when I stepped out. Why does it have to be a big circle-ass afro? Why the fuck can't it be the cone that it is? That's how my hair grew. It grew in a triangle. I ain't got nothing to say, but that's how the fuck it was. That's not... I don't... I mean, you don't I like it. So it gets down to like preference, it. right? You gonna do what you want to right, do. Right, 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 right. But I'm saying it gets down to preference. But don't call the way that our hair grows naturally unkept. That's all I'm saying. I get it if it's one thing. If, like, you... I understand, like, you slept that night and you woke up and you ain't did shit to it. Like, that's not even how you should keep your... Like, that's not even proper hair care. That's one thing. But I'm saying... Okay, so let's, let's, let's get into my locks, okay? My locks, for instance. Like, let's talk about me. So naturally it's gonna continue to grow if i never do anything with my motherfucking hair because that's unnatural because i'm manipulating it right so i'm letting it grow and get matted and looking fucking dirty and dusty so i'm i'm still gonna boast that now i mean that's a style people do freeform people do freeform dreads that's a style i'm talking about mats baby i'm not talking about baby the whole dread is a mat the whole dread is a mat the whole the whole dread y'all know what i mean Y'all know what I 
But I'm getting back. You know what I'm saying though? Like freeform, freeform dreads. Like people don't do nothing to them. They don't retwist really them or nothing. At the end of the day, it's like the. I think the whole point I'm trying to make and is that shit don't look right. No shade. I don't like that. But that's me. I don't like. That. Yeah, and that's okay. But don't you don't like it. Expect me to be like, oh yeah, you look good. I like the way you're. No, I'm going to say I don't like it. Babe, it's, like- it's okay for you to have your preference. I think the biggest thing is just making sure that, like, the whole thing is understanding that this is how our hair grows and love your hair. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be stretched out in order for you to love it. I get what you're saying. Take care of your hair for sure. That's but I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah I get it. Take care of your hair for sure. But I'm not yeah. going to say that somebody that has freeform dreads is not taking care of their hair. Like, that's literally a style. Like, I don't like wicks. But, like, if that's how you decide to wear your dreads, like, what the fuck is that? My business. Like, you know what I'm saying? Do what you want to do. Um, that's just how it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't like certain shit. I don't even like certain wigs. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. I feel like um, the biggest thing is just, like, being comfortable with your natural hair and understanding that like i said as long as you're doing natural hair care like you said moisturizing your hair then it is what it is don't hey, judge don't me because hair out. don't let your shit be in fucking knots like and now your hair fall is, is falling out because you not want to mess with it and take care of your hair and comb it out every now and then like no all right so let's get back to my hair because that's how we got here so what my hair ain't did I'm ready for another cut, babe. I'm ready for another cut, too. I've been saying this ain't my ideal. This ain't my ideal look. But at the end of the day, I'm going to rock with it because it's what I got right now. If you want to pay for the new style, I told you the total, $300. Make a shake. Bitch, that's rent for who? $300. Y'all heard her say $300 is rent. $300. $300 was rent when I was in college. When I went to Radford University, the college, I mean, the apartment that I stayed at, rent was $300 a month. $300 a month, I will die for that rent. I know. Bitch, rent, rent right now is so fucking high. I couldn't even fathom the idea of a three hundred dollar rent. Man, three hundred dollars. Probably be in the damn ghetto. Bitch, n- bitch, you not finding that in the ghetto? Three hundred dollars that don't exist out here. The I least you paying? No, no. Northern Virginia ain't never had no three hundred dollar rent. Oh, yeah, she live I in the south. Sure. She live in the south. The south they got it like that. I mean, Southern Virginia. When you live in the boonies, you ain't paying. Sh- no, because not South, because South is like, uh, I wasn't trying to have people thinking about Atlanta or Texas. Like, them niggas are going to live in the South, and they rent is high. But when you live in the boonies, period, shit is always cheap. But you know what's fucked up about living in the boonies? If you don't got that degree and you ain't got a good job, your cost of living is so expensive, even it being $300, that the 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 money that they paying you at work won't suffice for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Minimum wage is less in, in places like that. Like, life is so fucked right now. Right. Shit. The minimum wage out here is $15. $15 ain't shit for nobody. Not right, out here. Y'all cost a yeah, it's so high. Like they really gotta fix that shit. Anyways, I've been picked some out the bowl. Let's see what I picked out. I picked out underrated talents. Can we take another shot? Okay. We can take another shot. Okay, we need to hurry up because my camera getting ready. This is gonna be the last thing we pull out because my camera getting ready to, you know. Why you ain't charging? Girl, I did charge it, but the thing is, the thing is, these cameras don't be lasting a lifetime, okay? They just don't. You charge it, it lasts an hour, two hours, and they die. And I don't know where my other batteries are. I can't keep up with them. I've been looking for them. Don't know where they at. It's okay. We're going to make shit shake. So the last thing I pulled out. that's not. 
Okay, let's not get on a tangent. Let's come on. Underrated talents. What's the underrated talent to you? An uh, underrated talent. Yes. Um, organization. Speaking Bitch, of, not organization. Not organization. organization. I like a motherfucker that's organized. Is I that like, a talent? I, I, try my, I try my best to be organized. That's a talent because life can get hectic. You know, when you got to work every day, have kids and everything like that, you got to make sure you still have that organized mind, like have shit in order. I think that's a underrated talent. I respect order it. And structure. I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. I ain't mad at it. I just never thought of organization as a talent. More so as a skill or maybe a character trait. I do appreciate organization. Um, my job had just, like this girl at my job, um, she quit. Not quit, but like she's going to another position. She was with the company for uh, 20 plus years. And they did like a, you know, a goodbye ceremony. And so everybody was um, standing up to say something about her and everything everybody said was like this woman is so organized and the company's gonna miss her because she's organized like that is a good thing to have people say about you you're organized so I ain't mad at it my under yeah for sure I mean if you organize then yeah shit is together like you think you think about things you prioritize mm-hmm. things and I'm mm-hmm. sure if you prioritizing things then shit is in order for you and that's good yeah my underrated talent the immediate one that comes to mind is songwriters i feel like if you can write a song that's a serious underrated talent like all these people that make music a lot of them don't write their own shit it's someone else behind the scenes and that's a serious underrated talent because that's not an easy skill you put a song Mm -hmm. together from start to finish i could respect your talent Mm -hmm. that's a serious underrated talent to me because i'll be trying to make my own little fake songs like i was in the car singing a song to ashley i tried to say beyonce wrote it but um, it it's was just another form of storytelling. So for sure. Storytelling, like yeah. For like, sure, a- for sure. Story, song writing, even with poetry, like a good ass song or a good ass even poem. Like I can respect you. Book writing, like authors, like that book that I wrote at the end of raunchy. Damn, we gotta get into raunchy, but my camera gonna die. Damn, y'all gonna get raunchy at the end. Why I'm, ain't you got a new battery? I don't know where the batteries are at, but that's beyond the Why? point. Baby, like you knew you was about to podcast all day. I did charge it. You didn't listen. Look, we're not gonna argue about my battery. At the end of the day, I ain't got another battery. I don't know where it is, and this battery ain't gonna last forever. Do you have another underrated talent? No, not right now. Okay. Let me tell you what underrated talent. Washing your ass. Washing your ass, cause motherfuckers don't know how to wash their ass and their ass be stank. They pussy be stank. Shit be stank. You ever fuck somebody pussy that stank? Or dick that stank. <laughs> no comment. Have I, I? I actually never fucked nobody that had a stinky. I never fucked nobody that had a stinky pussy. I have fucked somebody that had a stinky ass dick. Niggas don't be washing their dick, and that's sad because bitches be fucking their dick. I remember it was one girl that she had said this nigga thing was stank. Niggas dick be stank. That's not something you can make up. Yeah, and they have the nerve to ask you to suck it. Like nigga, go wash your ass the fuck up. Do they even wipe? Do boys wipe when they pee? You should, cause like, bitch. Oh, I don't know. I really don't know what the fuck they do. Because like I said, I've, I've dealt with niggas that dick stink. Niggas, if you watching this, I want to know if y'all wipe when y'all um, wipe y'all after you shit. I mean, after you pee, let me know if you wipe. And that's not enough. You got to wipe it. That's not enough. You got to wipe it. Shit. You ever go in a public bathroom after a girl just got out and they want no toilet paper? Like, bitch, you ain't asked nobody to get you no toilet paper? Your pussy stink. I know your pussy stink. Mm. 
Yes. If I go to a bathroom, first thing I look at is the toilet paper. Toilet paper ain't there. I go and get me right. some toilet paper out of somewhere else. To. That's a survival tactic. It's common sense. We need to wipe. Before you sit your, not even sit, cause I don't sit on no damn toilet. No. Before you even twist your ass around the toilet <laughs> to squat, you need to look at the toilet paper. If there ain't nothing in there, move on. But don't you go to pee before you see if it's something. Exactly. There. Like get that all the way together, bitch. Your right. pussy. Come on, come on. You gotta wipe. That shit ain't right. Like, even, that's why girls, you always supposed to keep toilet paper in your car, or like napkins in your car, because when you got to pop a squat outside, you have something to wipe. Or keep something in your purse, you have something to wipe. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't comfortable if you didn't wipe. That shit don't feel right. And as soon as you get home, you better hop your ass in the shower. That's why I said them girls that I used to go to parties with that in college, they was asking me why I'm taking a shower. Bitch, why you not taking a shower? Why you asking me why I'm taking a shower? You didn't think that you needed a shower before you stepped out? Your pussy raunchy. You got to clean that shit throughout the day. Like, you know what I'm saying? We all know pussy got to smell. Right. After you've been pissing and shitting and all that shit throughout the day. It's going to have a smell. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you. No personal shot or nothing. No, like no, no. It's just, that's what it like, is. natural stuff. Exactly. That's just what it yeah. is. So go ahead and clean that shit up. Go yeah. get that together and because. It's same for niggas. Like, they should start to incorporate, like. Wiping your oh my god, camera about to die. So we gotta end today's show. We might come back. I gotta charge it a little bit, maybe sorta, kinda. I don't know. We gotta come back. We gotta come back. Give me a second, you guys. I'm gonna charge my camera. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Give me a second. And I'll be back. What's up, you guys? We back. I told you we was gonna be back. Y'all probably was like, this bitch gonna end the show. But I'm back. I found my camera. Um, I got a little bit of liquor in here. Let me pour a little bit more and then we're gonna run into word association at the end of the day everybody get your pussy clean like if you just make sure your shit clean that's all i got to say and my dog barking but i'm gonna just let him bark because i don't know why nobody is telling him to be quiet this family be irking me <laughs> don't you be that way i love my family i have the best family in the world like god really best me right. with the best Ooh, 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 ooh. god bless me with the best mom the best brothers like you know this is the best family i could have ever let me talk about my mom real quick because one thing about my mom and Ashley, I'm sure you can attest to your own mom. My mom taught me how to get it out the mud. Like I talk about how I was working since I was 14, even though I hated that. Her pushing me to be independent made me. Yeah, it taught me to go get it in blood. Like I saw my mom do so much in her life. And my mom was born in Africa. She came over here and she made uh, a living for herself. Right. And even though it's not what I would have done, not what I would have done, even though like I want more for myself in life because she was able to get her feet planted here. It created opportunity and space for me to do mo so much more for my life. So I'm so appreciative of her, her pushing me to work early, taught me that I fucking hate work and taught me to grind and get it on my own and become my own boss. Like everything she did taught me to be who I am today. So I'm so appreciative of my mom. That's a rock star. Yeah, do it and did it. And she will always do it. Um, you want to say stuff about your mom real quick? Thank you. It's something about a black woman. Love a black woman exactly. from affinity to beyond. Uh, love a black woman from affinity and beyond. Black women are the best. If you have a mom and she... Hell yeah. If you have a mom and she got it out the mud, go ahead and comment down below. Type mom and put a red heart next to it with an emoji and say, that's exactly what you got to just type. Mom with a red heart. All right. Let me go ahead and finish this. Take a shot to that. That's what I just did. You can't see because I set oh, you up, but that's what I just did. Bad, 
Yeah, all your moms that been putting in that work to take care of shit. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the moms. Shout out to the dads, too. If you had a dad that looked out for you, go ahead and type dad and put a blue heart. Shout out to all the parents. Do it on their own and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Most deaf. If they did it on their own or if they did it together, just shout out to all the parents because some people don't have good parents like we talked about in Raunchy. Some people's parents so fucked up. Should we get into Raunchy? Let's get into Raunchy. Let's get into Raunchy. So let me let me try to update y'all on the last things that happened. So the last thing I told y'all was, um, what the fuck was the last thing I told y'all? Let me just start back up what I remember. Okay. So, first of all, if you're new here, I'm reading the book Raunchy by T. Styles. Now, um, the next scene that I remember reading was, like, Jace went to Mexico to find his dad. He's taking care of his dad now. His dad is losing money to gambling. And so, he goes to find his dad. He pulls up to his dad's house, which is the house that Jace bought. And it's somebody living there. So, Jace is like, well, where the fuck is my dad? The nigga that's living and occupying the house is like, well, your dad lost a bet. So, I own this house now. Jace is like, what the fuck you mean you own this house? Where the fuck can I find my dad out? The nigga's like, you can find your dad at this resort. Jace goes to the resort. He doesn't tell his dad that he's seen the house and that somebody else owns it. So he's like, let me see if my dad going to lie to me, you know, test his loyalty. The dad tell all type of lies. And the dad is gambling in the midst of that bullshit. Like, nigga, how the fuck you gambling? And you don't already lost a lot of shit. People don't know their limits. People really do be addicted to a lot of shit and they don't know when the fuck to stop. But that's besides the point. Like, why the fuck you going to keep losing your money and you know you don't already lost your house? You got to backpedal on that and fix that. Yeah, it's like No, gambling is a real addiction. I mean, I always talk about it. The mind is powerful. And if you let yourself fall into addiction, it's going to be hard to take yourself back out. But here's the thing. You can always take yourself out of something. And you have to be headstrong about that shit, too. Like, you can get yourself involved into some shit. The shit may be fucked, but you can always pull yourself out. But you have to believe that you can pull yourself out in order to believe yourself in order to pull yourself out you have to want to pull yourself out so anyways let's finish with the story so the dad um lies tells lies to jace jace is like all right this nigga is definitely losing the money that i'm giving him and like i said jace is in mexico hold on i'm sorry my dog is barking let me go handle this real quick i'll be right back y'all i'll be right back one second all right so we back so after the whole mexico fiasco what happens next ash the girls are at school Jaden and majesty are at school Jaden and majesty are still kind of beefing like they're, they're you know shit is unsettled between them they like, Jaden loves Majesty, but Majesty is so hateful. But I understand that hate that's in Majesty's heart because it's like, sister, how can you leave me? But she don't understand that Jaden had no choice. Also, why the fuck Harmony been slowly killing Majesty by putting antifreeze in her food? Exactly. On some lifetime Like, I never seen nothing like that before. How the fuck you hate your kids so much that you would do that? Harmony is really planning on killing her kid. So Jaden finds out about that and Harmony's like, I'm going to continue to kill your sister unless you pay me rent. Now, Jaden don't live with them no more. She live in a hotel because the niggas, you know, taking care of her. Um, so Harmony's like, if you want me to not kill your sister, you have to pay me $1,500 a month. So Jaden's like, well, shit, how the fuck I'm going to take care of my sister? So Jaden um, finds some girls at school and makes some type of like babysitting service, which we're on the side. She's fucking the kids' daddies that she's babysitting with the kids that's so sad ain't it but i mean she do what she got to do to save her sister her sister don't know that this is what's going on because harmony said if majesty ever found out she would kill her sister now right. i told you guys that jace had seen Jaden, and jace was questioning who her mom was because she looked familiar on top of that they had said that Jaden looked like jace so jace um pulls up on Jaden and asks her 
for a sample of her hair to run a DNA test. He, she's she agrees to it. He also asks for Jaden to steal some of Majesty's hair so that he can run a test on her too. So Jaden's like, "All right, I'll do it." Now let's fast forward. Not even fast forward. You turn the next page. Now we in Jace's perspective, and Jace is meeting up with Callie. No, we in Callie's perspective for real, for real. And Callie actually goes to meet with Massive. Remember, he had an agreement. Yeah. He working with Massive. Mind you, he had an agreement with Jace to give Jace Massive's location. So Callie and Massive are working together on the sly. And Callie sets up a whole operation to actually kill Massive. He ends up killing Massive. He takes the head to Jace. Jace is like, well, nigga, I ain't paying you and fuck you. You can't join my organization. Callie's like, you know you done fucked up, right? Jace is like, man, nigga, fuck you. He's just happy that Massive is dead. Crazy thing about it is, I mean, Massive being dead and Callie being a, having a target on your back ain't any better, but so be it, oh, be it, because Callie done killed everybody he wanted to kill. But so that's the beef between them. Jace and Callie are now beefing, although Massive is dead. Because Massive is dead and Callie didn't get his money, that means what? Jace got a target on his back and the target is from Callie, which is just as bad. Okay, so Harmony, or excuse me, not Harmony, Jaden was able to get the sample of her sister's hair and her hair to Jace. All right, fast forward. Majesty ain't really fucking with Jaden, but Majesty makes her own friends at school too. Uh, what the fuck did they call themselves? I don't remember what the fuck they call themselves, but they are a gang of some sort. It's a, it's a three guys and two girls, and Majesty is dating one of the girls, Sugar. Right, and she go by mad. Right. Her name now is Mad. Majesty is just all types of fucked up, right? And so Majesty is sitting with her friends, and she's like, look, in order for me to believe that this team is loyal, we got to do some shit that would bond bind us together um bind us together in the sense of if somebody else found out about it we will all go down like something that we could all do that we could keep a secret between us and if anybody found out it would affect all of us so somebody's like well the only thing that that equates to is murder so that so majesty's like well yeah i know who the fuck we gonna kill who the fuck she decided to kill bitch she decided to kill harmony bitch her mother okay so <laughs> fast forward we get to the house majesty comes home first of all harmony comes home she says shit was just weird and her instinct told her to turn around but she ain't turn around she ain't turn around and guess who bopped her ass upside the head majesty bopped her ass upside the head they tape her ass up or take her ass downstairs all right they take her ass downstairs now what um they majesty puts on a ski mask turns on the camera and says to the camera i'm about to torture this bitch for the next 30 days and then i'm gonna kill her talking about her mom so they have a George Foreman grill, a knife, and I think like two other things, but I can't remember what the fuck them things are. They go ahead and hook up the George Foreman grill and they start burning Harmony's feet. Remember, Harmony used to put the iron to the kids. So I guess that was the back, um, the payback for the burning of the iron, which I was like, all right, that makes sense. Why the fuck Majesty going to say, all right, next, we y'all, the boys in the group got a raper. Everybody looking like, what the fuck type shit you want? And she like, y'all better do what the fuck I say. So the boys in the group start raping Harmony. It's real sad. Then all of a sudden, Jaden comes home and Jaden's looking for Majesty because... I don't remember why she's looking for majesty, but she's just looking for majesty. Jace also pulls up to the house. He found out where they lived and he has some news in regards to the DNA test. So Jaden's at home looking for everybody, like looking for majesty. Uh, majesty hears her calling. Majesty comes up from the basement and she's talking to Jaden. Then Jace comes in and Jace is like, all right, I have some news. You guys, 
Jaden, I'm your dad. And so Majesty and Jaden are excited because they're like, oh, my God, I have a dad. That means shit is good. Bitch, why the fuck was it disclosed that Jace was only Jaden's dad? Yes, girl, they both twins. But because Harmony was fucking two niggas, it was some type of like hetero something. I don't remember what the fuck it was called, but semen from Jace made Jaden and semen from Callie made Majesty. So they both got different dads. But Jaden was, I mean, Jace was like, I'll still take care of both of y'all. Majesty and like that pity shit. So she was mad about that. She asked them both to leave. Um, Jason, Jaden, they knew that they was daddy and daughter. So they was happy and they was just sad. Cause it's like, majesty, we're going to take care of you. But majesty wasn't fucking with it. Majesty goes back downstairs. She's mad as shit. She grabs a knife and she start, um, softly dragging it along Harmony's thigh. And then the book cuts back to the counselor. Remember present day, she, she's telling this story to a counselor at an adult health clinic. And the book pretty much just ends like that and we don't know what the fuck happens the book does say that like jace and Jaden spent a lot of time together callie and majesty spent a lot of time together but you got to read the next book to find out what happens and that's why i was mad that the library didn't have the second book which is mad's love which is raunchy so too girl they got the third one that's what i said how the fuck y'all got the third one but y'all don't got the second I they didn't have the second at all i had to drive 30 minutes for the second i, I went to google I went to the library catalog. I'm like, Raunchy 2, how can I find it? It's at a library that's 30 minutes away. I ain't driving 30 minutes for no damn book. That is something I am not going to do. Man, get that damn book. Bitch, I ain't driving no damn 30 minutes for no damn book, so I got to drive back to get the book back. Bitch, I, I do 5, 10, 15 minutes. If it's past if them you three. Take your ass over there and get that damn book now. I'm sorry. I don't do no damn 30 minute drives. Not for no damn book. That's not. I drive 30 minutes for my hair. I drive 40 minutes for my hair. That's it. I ain't driving no 30 minutes for no book. I got to order it off Amazon. Maybe, possibly. We'll see. But I got three. All right. Just listen real quick. Okay. So right now, I got Raunchy 3, Jaden's Passion. So we get to find out about Jaden. Then I'll go and get Raunchy 2. Okay. Okay. No, you can't skip it like that, now. Oh my gosh. So, oh my god, I don't know what I'm going to do right now. This is what I got right now. I got round two, three. So we're gonna sit and marinate on that, and we're gonna figure that out. I'm not interested in listening to you. Got to read that by yourself. Okay. Well. Okay, you guys. So let's talk about the book real quick. What one thing I will tell you about the book that it has opened up to that it has. Look, my words are slurred. What the fuck I'm trying to say? Bitch, you need somebody to love you. Like, self-love is important, but this book has shown me that if nobody talks to you about self-love, you ain't going to love self-love. That's not something that you inherently get. You need to really be taught that you need to love yourself. On top of that, it helps to have love from other people because if Harmony had love from the jump, she would have never turned into the hateful bitch that she is. And because she didn't have love, she passed it on to her kids. Now her kids had love with one another and the love was so pure and beautiful and they looked out for one another. But the day that Jaden left majesty, it fucked with majesty. You need that love. You have to have love in your life to be a loving person. It's all a domino effect. And, you got to make sure you're being the best version of yourself before you have kids. You can't just be having kids for fun. I love that this book has confirmed everything that I have always thought. Like, it is a fictional book. However, it ha I have always been talking to y'all about being the best version of yourself before you have kids. Because kids aren't accessories. And beyond that, kids will pick up traits from you as a parent. And if you haven't healed from certain things, and if you aren't the best version of yourself, your kids will pick up the negative traits. And they will begin to give that negativity to the rest of the world. And that does nobody any good. It just made me realize the importance of love 
love, the importance of siblings, the importance of good family, and the importance of breaking generational curses. Somebody has to be the person to say, I'm not going to continue to do this bullshit. Harmony's fake mom was getting raped. And in turn, Harmony ended up getting raped. Like people were just passing on the fucked up traumas generation to generation to generation. And people don't think about that. And I think it's important to think about that because like I said, kids aren't accessories. You bring in another life into this world. And if you fucked up, there's a chance that that person will be, your kid will be fucked up. And what's crazy is Harmony did, she was offered help by a teacher, but because she didn't believe that she had a chance, she didn't take that help. You also got to be willing to be that person to say, fuck this, I'm going to break that chain. This book was so sad, but so good at the same time. It was real life shit. It made me queasy at times. It broke my heart at times, but the reality of it is this is what's going on in the world. It also hit home because it was taking place in Washington, D.C. in Maryland, which is very close to me. I live in the DMV area and it's like, damn, I know that this shit is really going on because it's talking about southeast dc and southeast dc is the ghetto niggas do be going through shit in the ghetto which is also why i'm like y'all why the fuck would y'all want to live a ghetto ass lifestyle and we don't live in the ghetto that's why we're talking about the hood one time i had made an episode sorry ash do you have anything to say no, you good. We'll keep okay. On. One time I was talking about, I made an episode and I was like, um, Africans, I don't understand why y'all would act a certain way knowing your parents didn't bring you that way. I wasn't exempt from that shit because I used to see shit and try to copy it and try to emulate shit that I knew that I wasn't introduced to growing up. Like I was trying to assume a lifestyle or a role that I knew was beyond me. I think just everybody try to be the best version of yourself. If shit is fucked, I know. Different things can influence you. Different people can influence you. Kids are impressionable. People are impressionable. If you're not around your family all the time or your parents are always working all the time, anything can, you know, make an impression on you. At the end of the day, I think it's so important that people take time to work on themselves, do the best version of themselves. This book was just very, I mean, self-love was, uh, this book and the characters in this book lacked self-love. And if it was... If self-love was prevalent in these characters, they wouldn't have done the things that they did. I mean, the whole concept of even, of even selling pussy is so sad. And we talk about it. And right now it's glorified to sell your body and things like that. To me, by all means, do what you want to do to get, do what you got to do to survive. But at the end of the day, understand that you don't have to do these things to be loved, to get what you want, to receive respect. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it's, it's, there's just a lot of things that this book made me feel. And... Um, I don't know you guys. I think it was a really good book. You've got to get the book wrong. I mean, I told y'all everything that happened, but I really didn't even tell y'all everything that happened because I can remember everything that happened. You got to get the book raunchy and you've got to read it. Um, it. It'll change your perspective on life. And then with STDs and shit like that, syphilis. I had no idea what the fuck syphilis was. I'd heard about it, but I, shit, I'm glad it broke down what syphilis was so I could sit and think to myself, thank God I ain't have, I mean, I've gotten tested a couple times, so I know that I ain't got shit, but like, that shit is so crazy. Babe, what you got to say? Yeah, I mean, I just agree. Like, the book is, it's some real shit. Like, mm-hmm. real raunchy. Like, this shit is happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit is happening. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy? Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, that was it. I feel like I would have almost been a harmony. Like, I, I think I, I don't know if I said it on this podcast, but I know I said it on live. If I would have read this book as a kid, I would have aspired to be like Harmony. Like, I love the, I, back then, I loved the idea of like giving my body in exchange for respect, giving my body in exchange for money, giving my body in exchange for anything. I felt like I had to do that to receive respect. And I had never really been taught the concept of self-love, self-respect. Um, I just felt like 
my worth was so dependent on how people treated me. And I felt like the only way that I could receive good treatment is by giving my body away. And so, I mean, I'm glad I didn't read this book when I was young because I would have done the same shit that she did. I wouldn't have registered that it was like fucked up. But it's so crazy because I know there are a lot of young women, young women, grown women, whatever. I know there are a lot of women that feel like the only way that they can get respect is by giving away their body. And just be aware. Like I said, you just don't have to do that. Like I'm really big on just making sure that like you love yourself enough to not do shit like that now at the same time i understand you got to do what you got to do and if that's your only option by all means do it i'm so blessed to also not have a situation where i feel like that's something that i have to resort to um it's all just sitting back and making me realize that i am blessed to not have ever felt like that was a path that i really had to take but i was so close to taking that path i mean there have been i I don't think i ever told you this actually i'm talking the podcast there have been instances where like I did do certain things because like I wanted money and I knew that as a woman I could do certain things to get that money you know what I'm saying like I just I look at this the book made me so queasy because I just saw whole me yeah I ain't I ain't get my pussy for no money I ain't do nothing like that but I did I'll tell you when we get off the pod I don't want to disclose it but um yeah I did some I have done some shit for some cash I surely have. You know, it's crazy. I didn't even get the cash. So that really pissed me off, too. I didn't really fuck with that person after that, too. Damn, they play with my ass, honey. Girl, yes, I did do something that I shouldn't have did, thinking that I was going to get paid for and I didn't get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Funk-ass shit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a tra- it's a tough world out here. But women, respect yourself, love yourself, and... and yeah, it just come down to that. Like, you got to respect yourself and... Do shit to make yourself feel good without trying to make somebody else feel good. Like, right. Respect yourself, queen. Right. Like, especially my black queens. Right. The thing you know, is, hard pussy is power, and there's no there's no denying that. There's no denying that. But when you see that you have something so powerful, why would you give it up? You know, just food for thought. Why would you give it up in exchange for something so frivolous as money? Money come and go. You know what I'm saying? Fucking go, like niggas come and go, people come and go, like really put yourself on a pedestal that you know that you deserve to be on, and that that pedestal should include every part of you, every part of your body, and understand that you don't have to give up parts of you, pieces of you for respect. And if somebody makes you feel like you need to give that up in exchange for the respect, then you gotta say fuck them because nigga, fuck you. I'm more than that pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like women are so powerful and the power that we hold is beyond our pussy. I'll say that too. So don't let that thing, don't let our, our, you know, sex appeal and sex be the driving force of everything that you do because we're so much more than that. That's just a piece of the puzzle. That's just a piece of us. There's so much more to us. Reading that book just made me appreciate women because you see how thirsty a motherfucker can be for something so basic as pussy it's so basic like quick little 30 minute pump bitch them niggas don't even be lasting 30 minutes they be lasting motherfucking two minutes five minutes that shit don't even be worth the motherfucking shit that they do like it's it's when you look at that shit it's like these niggas is jokes hold that shit and save that shit for yourself some of them is jokes, but you got to weed out the niggas. That okay, she right. All niggas ain't jokes, but I'm saying the ones that's making you feel like you got to give it up for that shit. Don't do that shit. Again, I understand some people, all they can do is sell their pussy because that's the only, you know, that's the only option. And I'm not judging anybody that does anything like that because you got to do what you got to do to survive. But at the end of the day, from for me, I just feel like if if you feel like, you know, 
balls against the wall you ain't got no option do what you got to do but always be ready to get out of that shit i don't know like just love yourself it's so hard life is so hard and it's just so fucked up life is just so fucked up that's all i can say so uh that's all i can say i don't know babe you got anything to say no babe i'm just gonna say like our kids is gonna grow up with love yeah no love like real love and value for just their own person like Mm -hmm. Any uh, and everything else that's external is just extra. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need that shit. Mm-hmm. It starts in the home. It starts in the home. It starts in the home. Like, you really have to... You got to train your kids up in a way that they just know that, like, that they're more than just... It's like you said, that external shit ain't nothing but extra shit. Like, all that shit don't mean nothing. And the girls and the guys. Girls and the guys. They try to dismiss, like, the boys. Like, the boys, the reason why niggas be feeling like they the king or some shit because they get so much pussy. They get all that. Yeah. Like, pussy validates them and money validates them. But you got syphilis. You get all this pussy, but you got HIV. Bitch, fuck the STDs. Like, fuck all the STDs. You get all this pussy, and you don't even love yourself. That's why you're giving you your dick yourself. out to any type of bitch to get this shit. Everybody love yourself. And that's another thing, too. I've talked about it before here on this pod. Niggas don't focus on the self. Like, niggas in general. People in general don't focus on a man's self-esteem. A lot of men ain't even taught to love themselves. All they know is get this pussy, get this money. You got it. You good. It's so much more to it than like you said, that external shit. It's so much more to life than pussy, money, drugs, sex. It's so much more than all that shit. You got it. That's easy shit. Instant gratification. It ain't nothing but a quick bust your nut and keep it moving. It ain't nothing but a quick dollar. Like you really got to put yourself on a pedestal and respect yourself in every aspect, man or woman. Love yourself yeah. enough to know that you are a sacred being. I mean, you know, I would say God created us. What did I start off by saying? Little Miss um, Highly Favored. Like you were really handpicked by God. Understand that you have a purpose. Understand that there is so much more to you. It's more than just dick, pussy, bit, like all that sex and fucking and money and shit. All that shit come and go. That shit is so not uh, like it's not eternal. Here today, gone tomorrow. You don't even die with that shit. When you die, motherfuckers forget the money that you have. Motherfuckers forget the bitches that you fuck, the niggas that you fuck. Motherfuckers forget all that shit so don't let that shit be the driving force of your life but niggas gotta and niggas i'm talking about girls and guys niggas need to start operating in that mindset Mm -hmm. but some people are stuck in that shit like that's their own that's their only satisfaction with life and their purpose you know why because ego niggas is so pressed on trying to feed the ego and not trying to feed the spirit and the soul Y'all got to remember, we are, I really, I think about it like this, like we're just souls and spirits trapped in this body. This body don't mean shit. And along with this body comes that sex and that instant gratification, anything that feeds the flesh, all that instant gratification shit here today, gone tomorrow. Don't focus on that shit there. Like you said, there is, you know, some people do um, like their soul purpose, like they feel like it's just fucking like you're so much more than that. Go, you know, get active. Find what makes you happy. Focus on yourself. Feed just, just, just focus on you. Right. Not gonna lie, the shit feel good. So yeah. it can be hard, but you gotta, you gotta reach that level of what I don't even know what I'm trying to say. That level of superiority, like that shit is beneath you. Mm-hmm. Put yourself on a pedestal because anybody can get pussy. Yeah. 
the fly is still in here. Like I just seen the fly the fly. fly I just seen that shit ride yeah. fly right the fuck across my face. Um, baby, I'm gonna give you your last few words. Go ahead and say whatever you got to say, and I think we are gonna end the show. I mean, the camera is still rolling, but we got a long episode. It's an hour and thirty I know seconds. It's long. We need to cut it for y'all. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Like the most death. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Just talking shit, but talking some real shit in between. That's every episode. I mean, I'm speaking for my black people. Like, just everybody do better, include myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't the most perfect person. We ain't talking from a Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, we not perfect. We went through the bullshit. I went through the bullshit, getting that instant gratification because I know I can get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking and doing all that extra shit, but... I'm better than that, and now mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. So it just it just takes a level of understanding of who the fuck you is, right? And if you wanna operate in that, in in operating in that level of I'm better than this, or if you do wanna just be stuck in that fuck boy fuck girl stage, and you just fucking and sucking and doing whatever. I mean, do you? But. If if that's your purpose, that you feel like your purpose, then do it then. But it's it's so much better. Like we can be fucking what little baby little baby had to Girl, do not ask me what little baby said. I don't know what little baby said. We can be doing much better. Bitch, black people, we run the world. We run the world. We run the world. So you have to know our worth. You have to know your worth. And you have to know that you deserve so much more and go after that so much more. Like, we are really God's children. Them people in the Bible ain't white. Okay, God. <laughs> like, this is going to take me on a whole nother tangent. It's going to take me on a whole nother tangent. But black people, yes. Black people are God's people. Like, you really got to know your worth. And understand, like I said, you were hand chosen by God to serve a purpose. Go find that purpose. Get involved in the shit that you love outside of all that instant gratification shit. It's really more to it than just fucking and sucking in money. Fucking and sucking, yeah, that is, it's more to life than that. That's yes. what you want it to be. Now, if you yes. want it to be just that, then Godspeed. I'm glad you said that's if you want it to be, because it is if you want it to be. Like, you have a choice in this life, so make the right decision. We all aren't handed the best cards. Some handed better cards than others. Some people do have silver spoons, but that doesn't have to be the end of your like that doesn't have to be the end of your path you have the opportunity to make shit change and like life is life now there's so many different resources and there's so many different stories that people are sharing some people some people are so transparent and open about their experience that you can see that somebody came from xyz and got to a great point in life you know what i'm saying like there are so many anecdotes and there's so much proof for us to know that you can start somewhere and somewhere else so do not let yourself be the product of your environment. That's really all of this the book boils down to because it was just such a sad read. But we're gonna keep going on and on and on and on about the same shit. Right. Baby. Life is what you make it, people. Life is what you make it. So we're gonna end the show, you guys. I gotta edit the show. I gotta get it up for you guys. I love you guys. Damn, 140. We almost on two minutes. This is the longest cost of the podcast episode. Okay, you guys. Uh, remember, if you need advice, give me a call 240-587-3186. I'm on the phone with my girlfriend. This was a Constance and Ashley episode, and I think we served y'all justice and did right. Um, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Leave me a review and a rating. If you made it this far, motherfucker, leave me a review and a rating. Okay? Um, I love you guys, and I appreciate you guys. And that's all I have to say. Peace. Baby, say bye. Peace, y'all. Peace, y'all.